When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody, welcome to Resting Bitch Face. I'm your host, Julie. And I am Melinda. What up? Yeah, and we are here for a fun little show today. We're actually going to be lightly recapping 90 Day Fiancé Happily Ever After and 90 Day Fiancé The Other Way. Toe. So it's not going to be a totally in-depth step-by-step recap. Uh, there's a lot of awesome podcasts that do that. But we are going to give a kind of a little update as to what's happened so far. And we'll go couple by couple and kind of recap what's happened. And if you don't watch 90 Day Fiance, that doesn't mean you should not listen to this podcast. Because I'll be honest right. with you, we go on a lot of tangents that have absolutely nothing to do with 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> and exactly. it should give you a little bit of a, a an introduction into the 90 Day Fiance fandom. Because if you're not watching yes. it, you're truly missing out on... One of the best shows on television. I will die yeah, on that hill. Um, if there's anything in this world that is going to make you feel better about your own life, it is 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> that and, like, my 600-pound life and Love After yeah. Walk Up. Which we will be covering. Um, we are still yes. debating on whether we're going to cover Love After Lock Up on our main feed or our Patreon feed. And I'm pretty sure Julie's going to win the argument. <laughs> so we may give you a little tease. our first Patreon series. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it should be our first Patreon series. That is such a fun show to watch also. So and I'm we for that. We are so excited to cover Love After Lockup. And I also just wanted to tell you guys, once again, our Patreon is going to be a lot of different things. We're not going to stick to one show necessarily. Like, we'll definitely recap Love After Lockup. But our Patreon is going to give us a lot of freedom to talk about what we really want to talk about where we need a little bit of protection behind a paywall we're not going to try and you know scalp you of all your money but if you could just donate a couple of dollars to keep up this podcast it does take a lot of money time and effort um and we want to give you the best content possible but the other silver lining to our patreon is that if you have a story that you want to tell or even if you want to get on our podcast and bitch we are more than happy to have you or tell your That'll story be so for you fun. behind yeah. a paywall we would love to have guests uh we don't yeah. have to know you don't be shy facebook us anonymous. instagram us <laughs> we'll keep you anonymous and nobody will have to know your name is yeah. karen I because got we're really all going to be Karens here. <laughs> I got really excited earlier. I was listening to uh, Jessica Simpson's book, which is Ugh. so good. Are you getting shared? And yeah, I'm almost done. I only have a couple more hours to listen to, and then you can listen to it. But it is so good. And I mean, I love the fact that you can hear her tearing up when she's reading some of it. See, I, that's um, what I love about when authors read their own oh. books. Especially a memoir. Like, they they just tell it so well. She's really... I mean, it's really good. Is it going to make me like Jessica Simpson? Because I kind of don't like her. Yeah, I know. You will. 
But it, the reason I brought that up is because I she I had a similar experience to her that she talked about in the book today. You married the Pushlay for money? No. Nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. But she so she talks about it, and I'm like, wow, I had an experience just like that, and it's such a juicy story. And I'm like, I can't wait to tell that on Patreon. So we are going to be saving, you know, we're going to tell, of course, we're not going to just save all the good stuff for Patreon. We're going to share stuff with you guys here too. But some stuff is just too intense or too much for us to not be able to regulate who can see it, hear it, all of that. So you know how Patreon works and that'll be in the future. But today we're talking about a lot of 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Yeah. So let's. (laughs) <laughs> so let's get started with let's see all right so we're gonna start off with happily ever after which as i have been telling melinda i'm actually very pleasantly surprised at how much i like this season and Definitely. usually i feel like happily ever after kind of is is more like a what now web series type of thing for me but now it is actually really good uh the production value has definitely gone up they're actually using music in the show i don't know (laughs) no they do have like their their uh, music choices are on point this season um from the very beginning when colty was working out and they had that oh my god that was the first scene of this season right yeah, it was the first episode, and I was just like, oh, this is going to be a great season if we're talking about mm. this, like, right now. Like, that yeah, was so funny. he's disgusting. He is disgusting. He's well, so Well, I'm going to go in somewhat of an order. We'll start with uh, Kalani and Asuelu. Oh, so, boy. I really used to like Asuelu in the last season. But really? <laughs> now, I just thought he was really sweet. Um... But now I feel like, you know, he's just a giant child. I mean, and I always thought he was a man boy, but, like, this season has really made me, like, actively dislike him. Well, I feel like there's something very off about him. I don't know if there's he's some kind of... He's a simple man. Um, okay. Um, that's a very nice way of saying it. I'm not sure... I mean, they're simple, and then there's, like, mentally slow. He's he's Forrest Gump. That's what I mean by simple. Okay. He well, he's Forrest Gump. Gump. Seemed like he had mental problems too. I well, don't know. he did. He had a low <laughs> IQ. That's the point. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Like that doesn't make you a no. bad person. I I think he's not fully mentally capable of making like adult decisions or right. making like good decisions for your kids. So, like, in this episode, yeah. the most recent episode, he's talking about wanting to go t- back to Samoa and visiting his family, and his sister called him and was basically like, listen, there's a lot of, like, kids, like, dying right now because there's a measles there's outbreak. There's a measles outbreak, And yeah. even his sister was basically like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't come right now, or, like, uh, and he was like, got no, we're going. a baby that's not fully vaccinated. This might not be the best time to come. But no, he's he's making very selfish decision and putting his kids in danger. Yeah. Because like, he basically homesick. forced Kalani to take them to a doctor, which I have questions because they took him to an urgent care. Like, do they not have a pediatrician? It, I thought I it was weird. I'm, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I, I think that maybe their pediatrician didn't want to be filmed. I that's mean, that's, that's a good point. I didn't even really consider yeah. that. But they take him to the to the urgent care, and she's like, okay, well, you know, like, it's actually safe to get the MMR vaccine between 6 and 12 months. They just typically do it at 12 months because the babies are a little mm-hmm. bit more developed. But she was saying, like, okay, well, you have, like, a 93% protection right. against the measles. And and so he's like, oh, great, great. So it's safe to go. And she's like, well, that's your decision. Like, <laughs> and, and to yeah. me, I'm like, 93% is not good enough if the alternative is my kid dying. Like, dying. Yeah. They're not just, like, yeah. ill for a little bit of time. Like, these, he, he, he literally says that to the pediatrician. He's like, yeah, well, there's a lot of kids, like, dying right now. I'm like, and you're considering mm-hmm. this? Like, yeah. what? I, I don't know. Like, the thing with this whale is he's definitely not complete like like you said he's simple and um i think a lot of that too is just growing up where he grew up like they're not an overly developed country and so like i don't know much about i don't know very, really anything about there he's very archaic well i mean just from everything they've shown like it seems like mm-hmm. he pretty much grew up in like a house no ac no electricity farming you know kind of just like olden days environment right. and then well definitely the mindset is old school about yeah you know, he's very like, archaic in his roles. like gender roles yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you know what people a lot of people are really angry with him for saying the things that he says or asking is that a nurse or a doctor and stuff like that but i don't think it's i definitely don't think it's intentional i think it's just no. ingrained in him and he doesn't know any better no, I, I absolutely agree with that. I think that's why Kalani is mostly real. I feel like she's really sens- like gentle with him, and I think it's because she knows that there's, you know, more going on than than meets the eye back there. I just, I think my difficulty is that like, I don't see where the attraction is, and maybe that's just a different folks, different strokes for different folks kind of thing. But like, it seems like she's mothering him more than she's his wife, and to me, that's mm-hmm. just not like. A relationship it just uh, like I, I, I don't I don't see where their like attraction is if it's just physical like okay I wonder if she felt obligated to stay with him because she lost her virginity to him and then they immediately had a baby and I, right. I also wonder if it's just like a, a self-esteem thing oh yeah yeah I think it's a, a mixture of both also a lot of people are saying like oh they feel so sorry for Kalani because of uh, dealing with a swalu and um, some stuff like uh, when they were when she was carrying both of the babies in, yeah, to the house and he didn't take anything in, and everyone's like, I feel so bad for her, but she chose to have another child with this man. That's the thing is that she made a choice. She knew yeah. who he was. She when she exactly she knew that he wasn't like a condom guy so i'm like could you were you not on birth control but, honey but which i can't say that, anything like, because like my second baby is a birth control baby and that and, and kennedy was clearly an accidental baby but like uh it just didn't seem like she was very stoked about it. actually she told me um that she wasn't happy about it because she made an instagram post when she was still pregnant with kennedy and i had just had lorelei because they're um well i guess they are a little off at age but yeah. Uh, she made a post about, you know, like, it's it's really easy for people to judge and, you know, like, 
you can love a baby and not be excited about it. And I, I, I commented yeah. it about it and she was so nice to me. And then she DM'd me and we were just talking about like, you know, oh, yeah, this is uh, juicy new info. I didn't know this. Oh yeah. I think I talked about it in the sissy squad, but like, oh. she was just really, really kind. And I had told her about like all the struggles with the postpartum depression and the postpartum psychosis that I had. And she was mm-hmm. just so sweet and understanding, and I think she's just, like, a really relatable person. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's trying to be, like, famous. I don't think she's trying to, like, gain anything by being on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, like, no, no, yeah. And to me, like, she's so beautiful. Like, I think she's so oh, yeah, pretty. She and she... Mm-hmm. I just, like... She doesn't seem happy. No, she's not, but she's made some poor choices, so I don't really feel yeah. sorry for her, because I know. I, the thing, the whole thing about, like, oops, like, first of all, first, well, first of all, she's with this guy, and she knows that he kind of sucks. He's He doesn't have a job, he's not responsible, he's not helping with the first baby, all of this stuff, yeah. and then she gets pregnant again. If that were my situation... I would have said, okay, I don't know what's going to happen with us in the future. This is not quite what I expected. I'm going to lock this shit down. IUD, birth control, whatever you need to do. You have to take your precautions. But I don't know. She just didn't, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I felt really bad for her when she found out she was pregnant. But what... uh, Well, that's, that's going into a whole other season. Anyway. Yeah. But I mean, basically, Asuelu, he's he's working now. He's giving out like giving he, get, out he samples has samples at a, like shop. a yogurt. No, I don't think it's a. I think it's just like a small market. It's a job for like a fourteen-year-old after high school, pretty like, much. Yeah, it's not. And I understand that there's probably some maybe language barriers or something. But you know, he needs to get it together. It's 2020. He can learn English on YouTube. Yeah, and I think his I English mean, is fairly decent i think he just like lacks ambition which i mean he's pretty much said like i don't really want to do anything but like then he goes and plays volleyball and i think it is important for him to get out there and meet people but like there's a balance i mean and i think that's the struggle of any parent like it's about finding the balance that's one of the big struggles that austin and i have is because i'm a more social person Mm-hmm. And in it, uh, with my depression and with my anxiety, like, I've had to really kind of, like, prioritize, like, leisure activities or, like, mm-hmm. uh, things that, like, make me happy, which, I mean, it sounds super selfish, but, like, he's just not a social person. Like, he doesn't right. go out and do things. He's he's very introverted. He's very quiet. And so, like, for him, like, he just wants to go sit out on the patio and drink, which is fine, mm-hmm. but, like, he doesn't make his needs known and so then it ends up like being an issue later because I'm like hey can I go do this can I go do this can I go do this and I make sure that Mm -hmm. it's okay but then even if it's not okay or he ends up resenting it later like he doesn't tell me Mm -hmm. yeah so I'm like well I don't he's like well then you know if it's all the time and I'm like well how do I know it's all the time like yeah what what is all the time like only you can decide what is too much so you have to tell me and that's where the communication comes in and I don't think she communicates that well well, and I think that, um, I think she doesn't trust him with the babies, so she doesn't I mean, I wouldn't. Go. Yeah, no, I, I get that. But her parents live with her, so, like, what's the problem, now, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, so um, I think but, she needs to prioritize it. 
I didn't see the I didn't see a huge problem with him wanting to go play volleyball with some friends that he had something important in common with. No, I think um, it's that I he doesn't that help when he's issue. home. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, goes. She course. said he goes and plays video games, or he's going and playing volleyball. Like he's he's doing all these things, but he's not doing the things that he should be doing. I definitely think she needs to put her foot down and say, I agree. you know what. She, she really needs to say, you know what, you need to step, step up and be a man and help me out with our children, your children, or you can take your ass back to Samoa and I will raise these kids with my parents like I have been, but with one less person to support. Right, exactly. I mean, that's basically what she needs to do, but, it, you know, easier said than done. And I, I do enjoy seeing them on when they're on um, Pillow Talk. I think they're funny and they're they really, really love each other. But he needs to get his shit together, regardless of what he thinks it, you know, how easy it is to be a mom or whatever. Ooh, which I guess that we're gonna lit a see fire that. under me. <laughs> we're going to see a lot more of that later in the season, I think. Austin was like, what did he just say? And I was like, he said being a mom is easy. And I, and I just looked at him and I was like, I dare you to say something. And I, I looked at Kalani and I was like, throw the whole damn man away. Goodbye. Uh-huh, Throw yeah. him in the trash. The man is trash. <laughs> Start over. All right, so let's uh, let's move on to Tanya and Sinjin. Oh. All right, what what's your initial thought so far on the on Tanya and Sinjin? They're both garbage. has has your outlook changed on them? Yes, from last season. Yes. Okay. What's different now? So last season, I thought Tanya was garbage. Now I think they're both garbage. Yes, birds of a feather, right? They I think, both lack like, ambition, drive, and he's a drunk. They're both so lazy. But literally, I literally was like, Austin, that's you. I was like, that's you. When you're in the bad place, I was like, <laughs> dude. And and Austin is not as bad as Sinjin. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just like, some of the things he was saying, like trying to justify like drinking all day or like, oh, I only had a couple of beers. And I'm like, what's a couple beers? Is it like 12? <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I think like Sinjin has very good qualities where like he is a very giving person he's a really nice person I don't think he's necessarily a trustworthy person not in like a he's gonna cheat on me thing but like in a just like not follow up with his promises kind of thing yeah uh and he like you said like he lacks drive and ambition he's like I don't really know what I want to do because I don't really want to do anything and I'm like yeah but you're in your 30s so like time to nut up or shut up yeah it's time to grow up first of all nobody wants to work (laughs) I was gonna say first of all you don't just always get to do what you want to do like exactly like nobody wants to get up and grind I mean how hard is it to get a bartending job when you're on national television what People really made me to... laugh about this particular job interview oh was that it was an Irish bar owned by an immigrant. Mm-hmm. And even the immigrant was like, eh, I don't know about you, man. Like, yeah. and then, I mean, I did appreciate that he was honest, that he didn't know how to pour a Guinness, which you should always know how to pour a Guinness, which I understand yeah, in South Africa, it's, it's not, not a thing. No, well, there is a very specific way you're supposed to pour a Guinness compared to other beers. You can teach that in five, ten minutes. Like, it's right, not... but the whole point was that he didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in an Irish yeah. bar, that's kind of important. What I thought was oh, interesting yeah, was that the, the guy was saying cocktails are really important. And, like, to me, like, I, I've never been into an Irish bar where, like, the cocktails were really important. Maybe beyond, like, a black yeah. and tan. 
But like, I don't know, maybe if they're having like a ladies night or something. No, I mean, it's great. I think that's awesome. I mean, like I I have bartending experience. I love bartending. And so to me, I was like, I I looked at my husband. I was like, he's going to fuck that up because my husband is a huge Guinness fan. Yeah. Um, like his screen oh, so name when we met on online dating was Guinness for Duff. So like, Oh God. Uh, nerd. I, he has a PhD in mathematics. You want to talk about a nerd? <laughs> the yeah, man's a nerd. Okay. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's why we are now the four time champions of trivia. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah. But like, Sinjin is just so lackadaisical about everything in life. But I do feel for him because he's having to wait hand and foot on Tanya, who yeah. is the most garbage person I've ever met. I, I, and yeah. I do have to admit, like, I did make fun of her. I'm like, you're complaining about this and, like you broke your toe. But then when the doctor was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this is basically like a crush injury. I was like, it's okay. The bad. occupational therapist in me was like, all right, I guess I have to feel bad for you. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but you know what? There's a lot. I mean, there's people with, like, no limbs that work. So, I, I know. Again, I was like, oh, like, what happened to your, like, uh, natural healing shit that you, you had to go to Costa yeah, Rica for that. two months or whatever? Oh, like, my God. It was like, time to go be a natural healer. If you can't be a bartender, I'm sure you can do the healing sitting down. Yeah. Austin yeah. was like, oh, go get a fucking couple of crystals and rub them together. You'll be fine. I mean, like, there's a lot of jobs you can do while you sit on your ass. Like, um, I would say 90% of the jobs out there are jobs you can sit on your ass She can at. go work in a call center. Or she could work from home in a call, as a call, like, like a customer service I mean, rep. And he's not saying you can't, you're never going to walk again. He's saying, like, maybe you shouldn't be a bartender. Like, yeah. go, get, go get a fucking... She's acting like her whole future is ruined. Big oh, girl Oh, God, job. I'll never bartend again. <laughs> Like, most well, bartenders and, are young for a reason, because then they get big girl well, jobs and go away. <laughs> yeah. And and on not only that, but they move out of the shed into a new apartment. Neither one of them has a job. I know, Why that was a terrible that? decision. Because they moved after she got into her accident. So I'm like, what possessed you in that 90-day money? They moved because, I was going to say, they got that Matt Sharp money. That's why they moved. It has, like... And the thing, the thing that's funny to me is that everybody's like, how are they going to pay their rent? Because fucking fiancé <laughs> is paying them, you dummies. Like, they're obviously going to be able to pay their rent. I wonder but what they're whatever. making now in Happily Ever After versus 90 Day Fiancé. What's the going rate for a new know. Happily Ever After couple, I wonder? We have an idea of what the regular cast makes because someone gave us a little, little insider tape. info. But I know it's based on how many seasons you're on, too. That, too. Yeah, you'll make more money. Speaking of our inside source, (laughs) did you see their comment on another uh, 90 Day Fiancé's Instagram recently? I screenshotted it. I meant to send it to you. No. No. Can you talk about it now? Uh, Which one? I don't want to disclose my source. Okay. Well, we'll talk Um, about it later. Yeah. I'm going to go back into my screenshots. No, don't talk about it. It was just a funny... It was just a... It it was a comment on uh, a Jeffrey Instagram post. Oh, God. It was just a call-out. It was just funny. (laughs) But anyway. Anyways. Alright, so that's about enough of them. Nothing new. They're both lazy and have no... Nothing. They have no nothing. (laughs) Yeah, they, oh, they basically funny. suck. 
We just realized that we could share screens on um, our Facebook Messenger calls because <laughs> we, we like to look at each other. <laughs> we do. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> moving on. Tanya right, sucks. On. Elizabeth. Elizabeth and Andre. Andre. He's so hot. I guess this whole I guess this whole season is going to be based around their Moldovan wedding, which I can't I can't wait to see that. Actually, one of my best friends is Moldovan, Mm. and yeah. So what she's told me is like you're either very very wealthy or you're very very poor. I feel like his family is pretty poor. Probably. I mean, it's yeah. Just based on things he said, not like I'm judging them. Just like on based on things he said, right. But then he said his parents have a four-bedroom house, so I'm like, okay, well, what's the... Uh, well, maybe they're not. Yeah. What's what's the normal, like, Moldovan house? And, I mean, how big is the house yeah. with the four bedrooms? Whatever. But I, uh, I did want to say one thing about them, and it is that I fucking mm-hmm. hate her sisters. Oh. I, I think that a lot of their storyline is a lot of bullshit. Uh, it is contrived. I've seen them on... Well, when we've seen them on uh, Pillow Talk and one of the sisters will be there with them, they seem like they get along fine. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, so basically this whole season is going to go around their wedding. I can't wait to see the wedding. Um, Her dress was gorgeous. But the thing that is so annoying. Yes. So, okay, let's go back a little bit. So they're planning this Moldovan wedding. Yeah. And the whole purpose of it is that Andre told his family back when they got married in the U.S., like that forever ago. They were going to, yeah, like two, three years ago, that they would come to Moldova and have a wedding there as well so that his family could be a part of it. Fair. Okay. So, absolutely fair. He probably doesn't want the whole family to go, which is why he gave them about a, a month's notice to go, go to Moldova. Most of the sisters have newborn babies right now, or, you know, new babies right now. And so he announces that we've got it planned, and it's going to be in a month, and that now everybody's losing their shit because it's such short notice. I forget which sister it was that was, like, throwing a God-blessed hiss fit. Becky. Of course it was fucking Becky. But Becky is sitting there while Elizabeth is trying to find a wedding dress. And she's, like, Mm -hmm. crying the whole time. Mm -hmm. And Elizabeth is like, what is wrong with you? And she's like, I just don't think it's fair that I'm not going to be there because, like, I have a new baby and Andre's doing this on purpose. And it's just like, I'm not trying to make this about me, but, like, she literally, (laughs) I felt, okay, listen, I don't like Libby, okay? Like, I I really don't care for her. I think she's a whiny bitch. She plays both sides. And she definitely plays both sides. She plays both sides. She's very manipulative, and I don't like that about her. She trash talks her family. Here, I think she's a pleaser. She is. I think that she she talks shit about Andre to her family because she knows that's what they want. Then she talks shit about her family to Andre because she knows that's what he wants. And then she plays the victim of, oh, I'm stuck in the middle. But I did. She's not standing up for either side. I did think it was really unfair of Becky, though. Like, she totally stole her sister's moment. And I I did feel bad for Libby. Because Libby was just like, listen, I already feel bad about this. Which I do think she does feel bad. Because I think she feels stuck in the middle. And and rightfully so. Because her family does put her in the middle. And so does Andre. Oh, yeah. But, you know, she's just trying to find a wedding dress. 
it, that is going to mm-hmm. be respectful of their cultures, which good for her. She's not being yes. ugly American. Like she's trying really hard, and her family's just like, "Oh, fuck it, you're American. It doesn't matter." I'm like, "No, that's not being respectful." No, yeah, her mom's like, "If yeah. you're gonna go to another country and you're you're marrying a citizen of that country, especially, but no matter what, like if you go to another country and there is a a certain set of like guidelines as to how you're supposed to dress or act, or like you have to be respectful yeah. of that country." You know, yeah. like, if I was I to go visit a shocking. country where I needed to wear a head covering, like, I'd wear a fucking head covering. Like, I'm not, yeah. you're not, American is not an exemption. And so, like, especially yeah. because she's marrying a man of that culture in their setting, specifically mm-hmm. for his parents, like, good for her. Like, she's, she's doing what she's supposed to do. And I, she's and, and her, her family was, like, making her feel bad about it. And it was just like everybody was just taking that moment from her and you could see the look on her face and I've had that look on my face where oh, it's just yeah. like everybody is yeah. taking it away from you it's, it's kind of how my yeah. birthday goes every year because my birthday is the day after Christmas Aww. and it's like <laughs> I'm a pleaser to the bitter end at, to my own detriment mm-hmm. and it's really hard for me to say like this is what I really want to do and, and I think yeah. that's where Elizabeth is right now. And then for fucking Becky to like throw a fucking pity party, like throw your pity party later. Like yeah, just be, no, but like Becky's crying on the couch. Well, yeah, and she's she's crying on the couch about how unfair this is for her. Like it's and not about you. In the corner, her mom's over in the corner doing an interview, going, "I don't know why she has to bend to their to Andre's culture she's because it's American. his culture." She's basically saying tits out, like fuck off, right? Like, and it, it, just let her do what I she wants don't... to do. Like, she wasn't complaining about having to have a modest dress. Mm-mm, no, and I mean, I, I honestly, totally dislike that family. I, I really just. Hate I'm their honestly whole Team Andre. I'm I am team too. Andre. I think Andre. I also think is just like a shitster because he's like, well, fuck it, I'm here and I'm like, I'm gonna have to deal with this no matter what, so I'm just gonna fucking troll them. And, like, with every season... I think he's in on the joke, and he's making good TV. He is! He is! And I I finally Mm -hmm. realized that last season. I was like, you know, I don't even hate Andre as much as I used to, because I really think he's just fucking trolling them. (laughs) I always always liked Andre. But, uh, I think... He is super hot. And and what do you think about, should Chuck pay for the wedding? What do you think about that? I... Yes! I don't know. He's paying for all his... He's paid for his other daughter's wedding. Yeah, no, why, I mean, I think... Why not Elizabeth's? Okay, so... Here, here, here's my he, hesitation. he doesn't like Andre? No, no, no. Here's my hesitation. I think that the concept that your parents are supposed to pay for your wedding as a female is archaic. Um, it's traditional. However, if he paid for all of his other daughter's weddings then I think he should have offered, especially because they paid for their American wedding. Like, with my wedding, like, Austin and I paid for a lot of it, and my parents paid for some of it. Like, but we didn't expect them to pay for any of it. Like, we... but I paid for my own wedding dress. Like, you know... But I think that... I mean, difference being that Chuck is very, very well off. Right. And has paid for these extravagant weddings for his other daughters. I think if he's already set the precedent that he's paid for all of his daughters, then I think he should have offered. I don't think it should have had to have been Elizabeth asking. But if somebody had to ask, I do think it should have been Elizabeth asking. Really? Okay. Yeah. Why Why should Andre ask? It's not his dad. No, my point is not that... 
either of them should have had to ask. I feel like Chuck should oh, have no, no, offered no. to pay for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that out of Elizabeth and Andre. Oh, then it's absolutely Elizabeth. Absolutely. People it's are really be upset about that. Yeah. People are totally upset about that. No. But you know what? Andre paid for the first wedding. So right. why shouldn't the father pay for this one? Right. Andre is supposed to foot the bill for both of them. Though, uh, I, ideally, I think that Chuck should have paid for their American wedding. I don't think that Chuck should have oh, to pay yeah, for I'm the sure. Moldovan wedding, but since he didn't mm-hmm. pay for the American wedding, then he should at least offer to pay for the Moldovan wedding. I think he just is trying to... Um, I think that him not paying for the first wedding was simply because he doesn't like Andre and he wanted to be an asshole about it. Yeah, no, it's all about control in that family. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think everything's as awesome as, you know, they portray it to be. It's not. There's a lot of infighting. And I think there's a lot of drama with the other daughters, too, that they just don't want to talk about. And their husbands. Yeah. And I think, I actually think Andre and Libby are, like, the most normal out of that entire I can't even picture their other husbands. They've never really been on the show, but later in this season, they're going to be fighting with Andre. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that. Um, let's well, let's move on because we still got a couple more. Uh, Karini and Paul. Hi. Paul's still the same dumbass running around like leaving. Okay, Mother Paul is like the MVP of this episode. We were just talking earlier about how proud of how, y'all. How proud I of am Julia. literally jumping up and down right now. <laughs> Mother Paul has had enough of his shit, and she ain't having it no more. Mother Paul, listen, y'all. Like I thought that they had this like weird, like uh, uh, Norman Bates kind of relationship. Um, Not anymore. <laughs> but Mother Paul is done with his shit tm she's had enough like she is over it she's like yeah so where are you guys gonna live and paul's like (laughs) with you question mark and she's like uh think again i'm good thanks (laughs) she's like no because you're gonna move in with me and then you're gonna fall back into your own habits and i'm gonna have to take care of everything like you're a grown-ass man with a wife and a kid so goodbye i'll pay for two days at a hotel you gotta figure it out and I was like, good yeah. for her. But then. I was so proud of her. She doesn't, she just doesn't seem like she had it in her. But I was she like, she gives and proud. no fucks anymore, okay? Uh-huh. She picks them up from the airport and they immediately start fighting in the car because mm-hmm. Karini took baby Pieri out of the car seat, which, yeah, okay, you're not supposed to do that, but I'm sure it's allowed in Brazil. So, like, she didn't, she know. didn't know. Yeah. Just like Oswelu. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. she didn't know. So, Paul, of course loses his shit and mother paul is like paul stop it paul you're being a fucking idiot like paul shut up you're being annoying stop it you're an idiot she called him an idiot like five times and i was like and they're like right right next to the hotel and he of course has to get down the freeway like 100 miles an hour and she made a very good point she's like paul at that point it was more unsafe for me to pull over than it was for to just let it happen. She's like, leave her alone. Yeah. Like, it's fine. He's like, put her back in the car seat. Ooh! And she's like, Paul, he's already back in the car seat. Like, calm the fuck down. Like, there's yeah, no reason for all of this. Like, chill out, bro. Well, I was I just so Paul proud. Paul kept yelling about how it was illegal. 
Is it illegal? It's illegal. And it's like, I was pretty sure it was illegal when you stalked your ex-girlfriend and burned her house to the ground. Also, uh, sure when you got out of the fucking too. car in the middle of the road. So there's that. <laughs> like, you don't get to I pick mean, and like, choose what's funny. illegal. He sucks. I fucking hate <laughs> Paul. But um, 20 I points know. to Karini for just like, hey, Sarah, Sarah. She's just like, doesn't even respond to him. <laughs> She's just like, whatever, man. Like, No reaction. What? It was almost as if she was deaf and had Yeah, no exactly. It was like, la, 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 like, la. I can't hear no you. No reaction to any of it. She you didn't say, I, Paul, stop. Like, she was just like, nope. She was done. Well, I, I am actually happy that she's in the U.S. And I just want her to stick it out long enough to get her permanent residence green card. Yep. And then tell him to go fuck himself and walk away. Me too. And go live with yeah. Mother Paul. Because I truly believe that Mother Paul would be fine for Karini and Pierre to go live in the house with her. Oh, they would They would probably get along like I think she would be fine with that. She's just like, no, Paul, you can't come here. Yeah. <laughs> so they have like two or three days in a hotel to like figure out what they're doing. One that thing I did notice though is like she went to give him a kiss and he was like, don't kiss me on the lips. Stop it. People are going to talk. And I was like, damn, he's he's finally admitting that he's aware of what people fucking say about him on the internet. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. Oh, That's it cracked awesome. me up. I rewinded it and listened to it again. <laughs> rewinded it. I rewound it. I mean, what was he expecting when he was like videotaping the clip chunk of hair his mother gave him? Like, whatever. All right. So last, the last couple is Angela and Michael. Oh, um, this, this family. Yeah. So. Oh, that funny? Ryan actually laughed at me. Oh, my god. He goodness. never laughs at me. I always try to put on, a, I tr- always try to make him laugh, and 90% of the time he just rolls his eyes. So Throw the he whole actually man out. went, <laughs> when I said Michael. All I picture is, I want my daughter to tote my baby for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tote this he baby. Woke up. Oh, so back when that season was on, he woke up in the morning just randomly I don't know if you were talking in your sleep or if you knew what you were saying, but he was like, just randomly goes, all I need is your egg. I can tote it. <laughs> I was like, oh my <laughs> God. I, I love it. He 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 said he doesn't remember it. I bet he was talking in his sleep. He That's talks really in his funny. sleep. That's really funny. Yeah. I talk in my sleep more than I think Austin <laughs> does. Austin's only, I think, like, discernibly talked in his that. sleep, like, twice since we've been together. But uh-huh. Austin also has um, uh, sleep paralysis. Oh, God. That's which, scary. thankfully, like, he doesn't, he's only had it, I think, twice in the eight years that we've uh-huh. been together. But, and I, I, the first time was not that bad, but he had it, like, this year sometime, and it scared the shit out of me. Because you know how, yeah, like, when scary. a when a dog is, like, sleeping, and it's, like, this weird muffled barking, like, if they're dreaming? Mm-hmm. It was like oh. that, but he was screaming. <laughs> Oh, no. And I was, like, it, like, woke me up out of a dead sleep. And I was, like, oh, my God. And, and, like, you can't even really wake them up because they're, like, in that, like, weird, like, awake state. Yeah. And he was just, like, help, help. And I was, like, I was horrified. Like, I didn't go back to sleep after that. I was wide awake. Ryan used to sleepwalk a lot. Like, uh, I've done that a couple times. Woke up in the morning. Well, one time I woke up in the morning and he was asleep on his back. And there was a drumstick, you know, like the chocolate ice cream cone oh drumstick <laughs> yeah. on his chest. And it was melted because he was like sleepwalking and sleep eating. And he fell asleep with the drumstick on his chest and it just melted. 
<laughs> my doctor had to be on some crazy drugs. His doctor had him on oh some crazy sleep, sleeping medicine, and he was like just sleepwalking and sleep eating and like eat, he'd eat like M&Ms and they'd be all melted in the bed and like that happened to me okay so that happens to me a lot but it's usually when I'm drunk because I like want a snack before I go to sleep and I've like fallen asleep with like a Pringles like half Pringles can like balanced <laughs> on my chest because when I'm really drunk That's like awesome. I'll just sleep and not move and like yeah I've woken up many times uh especially after we record our podcast because I tend to be awake for a while and uh <laughs> there will be like chips in the bed um, but so one yeah, time we, we I got constantly have crumbs in the bed. Constantly. I got roofied. Eating right now. I got roofied at the well, bar. Yeah, Ryan's eating pizza right now. Yeah. What? Yeah. So the bar that I used to go to all the time in Tallahassee, I got roofied, and um, no, I oh. I remember thinking like, I feel way drunker than I should be because I'd only had like one mixed drink and one shot, right. And, I just remember being, like, really, like, woozy and, like, feeling really out of it. And, like, I vaguely remember seeing, like, a, a mutual friend of Austin and I's come. And Austin wasn't there because he didn't like that bar. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I don't remember anything after that. Apparently, I drove home. Um, and then I I walked into the kitchen. He was there. And I was, like, trying to figure out how to make microwave popcorn. And I couldn't figure out how to do it. So he made popcorn for me, and he was like, yeah, you fell over, and we're just, like, sitting on the kitchen floor, like, babbling <laughs> oh incoherently. Oh, my God. And then I... Well, I, who did it? I, I have no idea. But I, I do remember that the shot I did, somebody else bought. But it, it wasn't... It, ha- it couldn't have been the bartender, because, like, I know the bartenders <laughs> very well. And so, like, it had to happen quickly. But, uh... I think I know who it was, and it was somebody that I knew from the bar that was, like, trying to get at me, but I was engaged, so. But, um, I woke up the next morning covered in popcorn. (laughs) I had no idea what happened, and I was just, like... What well, the that's fuck a happened? funny end to And Austin scary was story. like, you were wasted last night. And I was like, no, I did not have that much to drink. And I pulled up my bank statement, and I was like, look. Like, I couldn't have One been that drink. drunk. Like, yeah. I, I, my, my, my tab was like $10. <laughs> like, that's scary. It was so crazy. I was like, holy shit. My mom got roofied one time too. I'll have to have her get on the podcast and tell her that, tell that story. She Cause she was with my dad. You guys have crazy stories. It's a, it's a hard knock life here in the South. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Paul and Karini <laughs> is going to be an interesting season. Karini is you know, very skeptical that Paul's going to get his shit together, but I think she really Stop wants it to work out. Stop licking my shoulder, you weirdo. You talking about the dog or your husband? Okay. Stop! Yeah, right. Quit screaming on our podcast. Sorry. Lucy, um, okay, so An- <laughs> Angela and Michael. Oh, yeah, Angela and Michael. Um, so, Angela, like, on the first episode or something, went to the doctor and was like, I have one egg. And the doctor's like, uh... Negative ghost rider. The pattern is That's not is how full. it works. <laughs> you can't just, like, see your one egg hanging out in there. So, basically, she tells her, like, the chances of her getting pregnant are, like, zero. Zero. And... <laughs> Straight up yeah, zero. <laughs> she, she could probably tote it, but she can't, you know... It's not going to happen like she thinks it is. Um, and so, also, she wants... Oh, Skyla asks her to go see the attorney 
to ask about what happens if something happens to her. Basically make a will and all of that, which I cannot believe this woman is like almost 60 and doesn't have a will. That is insane to me. I got a will when I was 22. Like, I don't know. Especially when you have kids and grandkids and everything. So, she talks to Lou, the lawyer. Lou! And he... <laughs> He helps her to kind of understand that she needs to basically cover her ass and have a will and everything. And so she's open to that, which is great. Uh, it's really amazing that she was open to it and that she wasn't just like, no, everything will be fine. I trust Michael. Uh, so I think she's being kind of smart. And then she goes back to Skyland. She's like, okay, well, I went and saw the lawyer. Now are you going to come to uh, Nigeria to be my witness? And, and, Okay, why, why does Angela have to have an American witness from her family for this wedding? But I don't know. Lisa and Usman didn't. I think... Do you think it's BS? No. It's just part of the storyline? I think where she's coming from, this is totally, like, my speculation, but I think what they're trying to prove, because his K-1 was initially denied, is that it is a real relationship, and so by her bringing uh. a witness, it's... It's lending authenticity to their... It's like legitimizing their, it a right, little bit. Right, right. So th I think it's okay. probably more of a suggestion than a necessity. I could be wrong, but because uh, baby girl Lisa didn't have one, that makes me think that maybe it's it's to, to prove that their relationship is real. Well, do, do you know why his visa was denied? His no, they don't even know why. And so that's what Lou was saying, is that it's being sent to USCIS, and so then they will have more of a uh, knowledge as to why it was mm -hmm. denied initially. Okay. Huh. Well, um, do you think Skyla's going to go? No. She said no. She's not going. I don't think so either. But. She's going to stay and take home her of her grandma who's dying. Well, that's what was thing. weird to me. It was like, who was going to stay with grandma? If. I mean, she had to gonna stay with the kids. Happen. But. Yeah, there's but, no way. I don't know. Because if her, she said, like, she's leaving in two weeks. So, like, did mm -hmm. she not already have a ticket for Skyla? Like, you're, you're buying a ticket to Nigeria with less than two weeks notice? Like, that's. I know. Got yeah. to be prohibitively expensive. Right. And yeah. then... Well... I... But I also know that they're married in Nigeria. I mean, that's common knowledge. It's been all over Instagram. So did they get married without must, Skyla? Or did she take somebody else? I was going to say, I think that... I think that's something that happened, like, we're probably going to see in this season. Because I'm getting right. married. My point is that it happens. So I don't know if she just right. did it without a witness or... What? But Skyla seemed well, pretty we know intent she's on not, not taking going. Scotty. Well, Scotty's we out of prison now. <laughs> but, yeah, but either way, Scotty's not going to be able to leave the country. <laughs> but yeah, Scotty's out of prison no. now. Yeah. Ugh, Which, gross. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Unfortunately, <sighs> that's how it goes. I can't believe she's out right, of prison. All right, so that is. That's it, right? That's Those happily ever after. For 90 Day Happily Ever After? Okay, cool. So let's talk. Um, about, I was going to say what now. I've got that on the brain for some reason. But uh, 90 Day Fancy, the other way, which this Toe. is. Yeah. It's. I loved the beginning of this last episode with Brittany and Yazan. Stand by for technical difficulties. 
crazy pants. Huh? Uh, my video completely what? went out, so I didn't hear anything you just said. I said, stand by for technical oh. difficulties. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't oh, ever do that angle that... again. You look just like Amber from Teen Wolf. Oh, my God. Don't. <laughs> it was just the <laughs> angle you were at. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. I was watching one of her uh, Instagram videos earlier today. Oh. Speaking of, did you see the Instagram video where she's addressing Ashley from 90 Day? No. Um, I saw a headline about it, but I, I didn't read yeah. it. Because Amber makes me crazy. She was... Yeah, she's crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. So, so the beginning of the episode where we we catch up right from the end of the last episode with Brittany and Yazan. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I just thought it was insane. I know. Yeah. Yazan yeah. lost his shit like immediately. In- scary. Scary. Yeah, like he's scary lost his shit and it made me really sad for Brittany because she shut down like a cat that you just put a hood over its eyes like she just is like, I'm not lending any credence to this. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Whatever. You Which... can just tell that she's just like, I done fucked up. Mm-hmm. This is her first realization that she has been very stupid. I mean, <laughs> I, I really did feel bad for her because, like, she'd been there for, like, five minutes and he's already, mm-hmm. like, losing his grip on reality. So. Well, do we even know, like, why he got upset? Well, I guess we'll kind of, yeah. we're kind of recapping from the beginning you know, she's a rapper, and I don't know what he does. Basically, Brittany is <laughs> a model rapper sugar baby. And now, oh, she yeah, is, yeah. now she, baby. she's in love with this dude from Jordan, so she's moving to Jordan to be with him. He uh, has a master's degree in, like, mechanical engineering, but he runs his family's fish shop. Um, yeah. So, I mean, he's educated, and honestly, they met he in seems... person, didn't they? Or did they sort meet of. online? Well, so a little bit of both. So her sister in Chicago lived oh, yeah. underneath Yazin's sister. And so she walked into uh-huh. Yazin's sister's apartment and she was FaceTiming him. And so then she saw him and was like, hey, girl. And he was like, hey, girl. It is a hey really girl. cute way to meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super yeah. cute. But, like, Yazid is, like, been... hell-bent on her becoming a Muslim, and she's like, fuck no, I'm not coming, becoming a Muslim. Also, side note, she uh, forgot she was married, so she's trying to get divorced, which I, I finally, uh, when I listened to Nighty Gay's perspective on it, it made a lot of sense. Like, she seemed like she was in a pretty abusive relationship. She'd been with the dude for a few years, but after three months of them being married, he got deported by ICE back to mm-hmm. Haiti, and so... I think she probably just was trying to do, like, an out-of-sight, out-of-mind, and just, like, never took care of the divorce, and she said he was being difficult yeah, so about too. the divorce, so mm-hmm. I, I think, I too believe that, like, maybe she really did just, like, kind of forget that she was married. Um, I don't think she forgot. I think she was just hoping that it would just disappear. <laughs> I don't know. She seems pretty immature in a lot of ways, uh, oh, yeah. and so I think she was just like, huh, maybe this will just go away, but it didn't. And so... Well, and the now thing is that she's, she's trying to deal she's with... She's been to Jordan before. Right. She'd been to Jordan to see Yasin before, so, like, she knew what she was getting into, but she had a bottle of Jack Daniels on the plane, like a small, like oh. a plane bottle of Jack Daniels, and he saw it in her bag, and 
Well, Flip yeah, out. so I guess she stopped at Duty Free, and it was a giant bottle of Patron. It was like it was a tequila. Magnum. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, and we're, everyone's kind of guessing that she had got it from Duty Free, because it's like super cheap, and it would be Hell, super yeah, expensive I love Duty town. Free. Yeah, so. I used to buy my cigarettes at Duty Free before I would go to the Netherlands. <laughs> I would buy a giant, and it came in like a giant cigarette pack. It looked oh like a God. giant box like of Marlboros. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, carton. Wow. But it was, it looked like a giant cigarette pack. It was funny. And I would I, I would get two because my boyfriend at the time smoked two and it was he didn't like to go to the the PX, so I would get some for him too. Wait, what were you going to the Netherlands for? My boyfriend at the time was stationed over there. Oh, okay, gotcha. You military guys. Oh, he was actually my best friend at the time's brother, so it wasn't like a complete like weird but um, I had only met him. That's a whole. That's a whole Patreon yeah. episode too. Yeah, uh, just to tease you, I had only <laughs> met him once for less than twelve hours before I flew to the Netherlands to see him. So <laughs> that sounds. It sounds beautiful, though. It was super Might fun. Be worth it. Uh, it's a very interesting yeah. story, though. Um, I would love to tell it on Patreon. Yes. <clears throat> but anyway, anyway. So she's been to Jordan before, right? And I don't know why she's acting all surprised. Like she doesn't know what. But the thing is, like, drinking is okay over there. It's just not an Islamic thing, I guess. But, like, it's not illegal. And he's acting like it's well, from, fucking illegal. Like, it's not. From what I heard, she came out of the airport and she hugged one of the production crew. Yeah. And then was, like, showing off her giant bottle of liquor and probably being Brittany. Brittany. And... <laughs> That's what set him yeah. off. I don't know. It was just, it. It, it seemed like a massive overreaction no matter what. Oh, he took it way too far, yeah. And so yeah, he's, like, sure. flipping out, and he's just, like, whatever, like, bye, girl, and, like, goes and sits in his car and is, like, flipping out and doing all this shit. And so finally he's, like, oh, he's fine, here, let me get cussing. get your bags and, like, gets in the car. And then he, they're driving on this, like, awkward silence, and she's crying, like, staring out the window, like, quietly, and he's like, "What are you? Are you crying? Like, what's wrong? Like, he was After like, what's wrong? And I'm like, uh, could you remember the part where you just like flipped out, and you're not even in the car? Yeah, he's like screaming like, at her <laughs> half the ride. Hello, I'll cry a little too. Right. So, um, that will be interesting. She goes and stays at her hotel and drinks her tequila and. It's gonna be a shit show. Like, how long do you think she's gonna stay there? Because we all know that they're not together. Um, because of her social media posts and... Yeah, she posted a nice little call out. Oh, yeah. Did you get a screenshot of it? Show did. Uh, <laughs> I show you read did. It? In uh, case anybody hasn't seen it. Did I send it to you? I felt like we were sending it to each other. Or... Hold on. We were just about to send it to each other or something like that. We know we both saw it. I gotta find it in the sissy squad because I know that's where I saw it. <laughs> I mean, basically, she posts this Instagram post, and it's a photo of the two of them from um, the show. Oh, we posted it on and... Instagram. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, oh, check out our Instagram at Resting Bitch Pod. So she said, <laughs> "Fun facts about us: 
Yazin's favorite drink is Jack Daniels. That's where I was getting Jack Daniels from. Ah, okay. Yazin loves hashish, tramadol, and gaslighting women. He also loves to cheat with 90 Day Fiance fans. He's on his third one. His favorite pastime is blaming (laughs) others for his actions. Enjoy, Yazin, and she tagged him. Did I miss anything? Should I honorably mention your out-of-control temper? I was like, damn! Wow. She called him out. Do none of these people take their NDAs seriously? (laughs) No, I think that they just get really emotional. For me, yeah, because she tweet and delete. Well, yeah, I mean, for me, if I was on the show, I wouldn't say shit to anybody because I'm not about to have months of my life taped, put out for the world to see and criticize me and then not get paid. Sorry, I'm getting paid. Like, girl, I'm getting paid. Make your paper and be quiet. I mean, it's not a ton of money, so you might as well shut the fuck up and get that paycheck. Bingo. Anyway, moving on. I tell you everything. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, duh. I mean, I, we tell each other everything in real time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if we were ever on a show like this, we would tell everything in Patreon episodes and just bank them until our NDA know, was over. I know. I'd be like, just you wait. <laughs> just you I'm going to tell wait. you everything. Just wait till I clear this check, then I'll tell you bitches everything. I will tell you bitches everything. Anyway. Oh, I can't hear you. What happened? We're going to move on to Devin. Did you come unplugged? Because I can't hear you. No. I'm still here. No idea. Shelby, you talk too much. Be quiet. Hi. Can you hear me now? Yes. All right. Yeah. One, two, three. Anyway, let's move on to Devin and Jihoon. Because uh, oh, I have many things to say about them. So, basically... Uh, shortly after Devin moved over there with the baby, she was like, you know what? Jihoon is not taking care of his shit. And so she moved back home mm-hmm. and told him she was not coming back until he got a job and could pay for their own place. So right. he told her that he has a job and can pay for their own place, but she still had to find a place and pay for the first month. So she's moving back over there with Drusilla and Young, and she's taking her mom with her for the first two weeks to get settled in. So Why didn't she require him to show pay stubs or deposits or some kind of proof of employment? I am saying the same thing. Honestly, like, I don't understand. He just said, I have a job. I make... What did he say at first? Like two or three thousand. He couldn't give. Like, he was like, enough. "I'm doing tile," which was a complete fucking lie. Well, and he said, "I made like two or three thousand, and she was like, "That's not enough." And he goes, "I mean, five or six thousand. Like that wasn't a fucking clue that he's full of shit." I think she's just so fed up that she's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna give it one more shot." And if not, like that's <sighs> on him. So. They go over there, and it's obvious from, like, the word go that Devin's mom is going to be an ugly American party of one. Oh, she is a fucking awful person. So, she immediately jumps onto Jihoon's parents, and it's like, oh my god, hi, it's so nice to meet you! And thankfully, 
in the the ITM with his mom. She was like, "Yeah, most in-laws here just bow and don't say anything." But she gave us a hug. It was nice, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, thank God you thought it was nice." But then they yeah, get into his good. mom's car, and his mom is driving, and somehow Devin's mom ended up in the front seat, which was a terrible idea. Yeah, it was. And she's screaming the whole time they're driving. She's screaming that they're going to die. She's yelling fuck like it is the word the. Like, <laughs> and, and, and Jihoon is like, thank God my mom doesn't know what the F word is. Oh, yeah. But she's like, oh my God, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. Because they're going through these tiny streets and they're driving this like big old like bus. But I'm just like, you know what? You need to calm down because she knows how to drive here and you don't. And Devin no. is, like, screaming from the back, like, Mom, just shut up. Like, stop it. But then <laughs> they find the address, and Ji-hoon's mom is like, uh, Ji-hoon, like, this is not a good place. Like, this this is not safe. Like, this is not good. Yeah. And Devin's mom is like, this is a shithole, and they haven't even got inside yet. And then we're just looking around, and they're, like, in tenements, basically. And there's nothing wrong with that if, like, that's what you can afford. But... Mm-hmm. The point was, like, they didn't have to stay there. They could have stayed with Jihoon's parents. Yes, it was a one-bedroom but house. Why, but, like... And why didn't he ever go but see? But he never went like, and looked at, look it. at it. Like, he had the address, and he didn't go look. And so now they're just, like... And, and Jihoon's mom is, like, on to him. She's like, you should have come and looked at this place first. Like, what the fuck? He's packing his shit in a garbage bag the same day that like probably an hour before Tevin is arriving. He's a man boy. That's like this man packing. is in his thirties. He has no he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't have I mean, any he straight drive. up says that. Like even Sinjin has more drive than this dude. I mean he straight up tells his friends when they go out that that he hasn't been trying. Oh no he tells the barber that. Remember when he's getting his yeah. haircut? The barber's like, like, you need to get your life right, man. Like, what the fuck? I am so mad at Jihoon because I think he really is a sweet guy. But, like, bro, at some point, you have to be a man. Be a man. (laughs) Turn a course like a gravy river. Down the force (laughs) of a great typhoon. No? Nothing? I don't know what song that is. (gasps) You don't know Mulan? Oh, that's Vanessa's favorite. You're fired. Okay. That's a great song. Get Vanessa in here. She can sing with me. Oh, she'll know it. Yeah, she loves all things. I'm going to go sing it on Smule after we hang up. Okay. Anyway. Sounds good. So basically, it's a shit show. And in the, the previews for the next episode, Devin is like, yeah, I'm leaving when my mom leaves. Like, this is fucking stupid. Devin's mother is a monster. She's though. a monster, that's, that's, but like she's not wrong. Her delivery she's is terrible. Ab- no, she no, she is wrong because she's absolutely has no respect and is a disgusting human being. No, I agree with that. I just meant like the idea yeah. that like they should not be there is not wrong. <laughs> no, but yeah. Anyway, so I mean, yeah. we have a new couple this week: Tim and Melissa. Yeah. Um, so this guy is basically a like he's a, a new fucking cult. idiot. I hate him so much. What a fucking weirdo. It was like five minutes into his like first scene, and I was like, I hate this guy. Basically, he was fucking, like, I was straight laced in high school. For his fat ass cat. 
And then I, I got out of high school. I started partying. And, like, I got arrested when I was 23 for breaking entering cars. But I got off of probation. And then I met this girl. So, basically, Melissa was... Excuse me. Um, an au pair. So, she was in the United States on, like, an au pair visa. Mm-hmm. Which is the same as Colty's girlfriend. Um, uh, yeah, I knew that sounded familiar. That's very common. Uh, I actually used to we work for a lady talk- that had a... Did we talk about Colty? No, I was just thinking that. I'm like, shit, did we forget to talk about Colt and Larissa? We'll talk about them at the end. <laughs> they suck, the end. Jeez. Um, There's a lot of couples on that show. Yeah, there are a lot of couples on Happily Ever After. But yeah. anyway, so this Tim guy, like, meets this girl in a bar. And so, like, they didn't live in the same town. So she was in one au pair city, and then she moved to another au pair city, and they, like, kept dating. And she was going to move to the U.S. And then, so while she was in Colombia, like, getting her shit together, he went and cheated on her. First of all, this girl is so beautiful and yeah. way out of this weirdo's league. And I honestly, such like... A- fucking weird based on the previews i didn't like her because she seemed like a bitch and now i'm like oh yeah no she's totally a bitch because he's being an idiot but she's not a bitch and even so what killed me is like he meets up with his closest friends at a bar to tell him to or to tell them that they're he's moving to columbia and they're like oh my god we love her so much like whenever she came here like she's so sweet and so beautiful and so Mm -hmm. nice and blah, blah 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 and he was like yeah yeah she totally is and so, like, so I thought the plan was for her to move here. Like, what changed? And he was like, well, I cheated on her. And his friends mm-hmm. laid into him. They were like, oh, yeah, you're a fucking asshole. Him. Like, she doesn't deserve that. Like, you don't deserve her. I'm so angry mm-hmm. at you. Like, I'm disgusted by you right now. And I was like, good for them, man. Like, tell your friend he's being a douche. And so, uh-huh. like, sh- and the one chick actually said, "I'm so mad at you right now. I just want to like punch you mm-hmm. for her." She was, I was like, like, "That's awesome." Yeah, she was like, "She doesn't deserve this." I was like, mm-hmm. "Damn!" <laughs> like, she must be nice because immediately, I don't know. She kind of reminded me of Evelyn, and then I was oh, like, "Oh, she must be wonderful." Because I, I have a hard time believing that all of his friends would feel that. Oh, way about for her. sure. If she wasn't absolutely like, like lovely, a total gem. lovely, yeah. It, but you yeah. know, it, they they kind of trolled us in the previews where they were like just showed her like being angry, and I was like, oh god, we're gonna have another Evelyn. But now I'm like, no, that bitch deserves to be angry. Oh yeah, she, we should have her on for a bitch fit. Yeah. But anyway, so he's going over there and he's like hoping that he can make up for the fact that he cheated on her and hoping that like he can regain trust. With his emotional support cat named Pepe. Gross. I want to move on to a happier couple. Let's talk about Kenneth and Armando. I love them. I cry every week. No, I... Happier my ass. Okay, but they love each other so much and it's so obvious. I was crying in this episode. I have yet to not cry during a Kenneth and Armando scene. (laughs) I mean, I cried for sure when... I. First of all, I love the fact that Armando has made it very clear to his family. I was so that proud. He's only, he's only going to be coming back to be, visit as long as Kenneth is welcomed, welcomed. As long as they are welcome. Like, he's basically like, I'm not going to not come home with him. 
I'm either going to come home with him or I'm not coming home. I'm not going to come home. I was so proud of Armando because not only did he have to like re come out to his family, like mm-hmm. he, he had to have those balls. And I mean, that's a lot, especially for like a Mexican yeah. family. Like they're so family oh, yeah. oriented. And, mm-hmm. you know, he has a six year old daughter who's only ever known his family. And so, like, he's taking a huge risk by moving away to be with Kenneth. Not only is Kenneth taking the I risk. I think it's going to work, though. I think it is. I think they're going to be so happy for the rest of their life. But I just feel so bad for Armando because we found out on Instagram, and I don't know if everybody knows this, the details of his ex wife dying were so much more tragic than he let on. So, he, he mentioned mm-hmm. that she died in a car accident. But what he didn't mention initially was that she and Armando had gotten into a fight. And so he got in the car and left. And she got in the car behind him and was chasing him and purposefully ramming his car. She rammed him twice. And before she could ram him a third time, she lost control of the car and flipped and and passed mm-hmm. away and she was pregnant again and that is so oh, horrifying i can't imagine the amount of guilt he, that he has not that he should. so much guilt he's, and it's all over I mean, his he's face not guilty no no he has nothing to be imagine. guilty for but i know he he takes a hundred percent responsibility for that and that's would not torture his, yourself he's that's not his responsibility to take he didn't make those actions he right. didn't force her to do it but i mean that's a right. lot. Like, he's only 31, and he's got all mm-hmm. of this emotional baggage. And, like, I just, I can't mm-hmm. wait. I Honestly, I can't wait for Kenneth to show up and just, like, I can't smother him, him together, with love. Yeah. Because Kenneth is yeah. so nurturing. And, yeah. and I just, I love him. I hate his daughters. I think they're bitches, but. Well, you can see what an, a wonderful, wonderful dad Kenneth is because of the way that his family reacts to him leaving. Oh, my God. I, as soon as the first daughter, even though I uh-huh. hate his daughter, started crying, like, I started bawling my eyes out. And mm-hmm. it, it just brought up so many thoughts. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, my dad is gone now. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't imagine, like, my dad leaving the country. Yeah. And I mean, like, I totally feel like... He, it's his time and it is right but like at the same time he has that grandson and like being in that position is really hard yeah and yeah i i've only noticed the one daughter i had i don't really have any opinions on the other two daughters but the one daughter with the with the son cooper with the grandson who's so cute she seems she seems so selfish to me she's very selfish because all she's talked about so far is like you're not going to be here to help me with cooper and then it just like when there was an leaving, ITM with the three daughters and the son, and all the daughters just seemed so snobby. And I was just like, "Your dad is amazing." Yeah, and like you're grown women. Well, like I, I get it. I would be horrified if my parent went that far away from me. Like I've only ever lived six hours away from my parents, and that was horrible mm-hmm. especially with kids like that was really really hard to have kids and not have my parents there and I know you can relate to that for a lot of different reasons mm-hmm. but at the same time like I did it because it's it's my parents life like it's their time like they serve right. their time not the you know it's serving but it is you know like if that's their choice you have to respect it well, and as he's saying goodbye to everyone and everyone's crying, Cooper's like, why are we crying? Why is everybody crying? And his mom goes, 
Grandpa's leaving. We're not going to see him anymore. We're not going to see him anymore. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yes, you are. Like, airplanes don't exist. He can't ever come home. Like, it's like we're sending him off to his death. That pissed me off. Because Cooper's not at an age where he can even understand, like, absolutes. But, like, definitely was being, was trying to hurt her She was. She was being such a bitch. Mm -hmm. I hate her. So then Kenneth gets in the car and he just starts sobbing and I'm sobbing and I don't even know what happened because I was crying so hard. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I was so sad. But they're going to be so happy. Like, I cannot wait to see their reunion. If their relationship doesn't work out, I'm leaving Ryan because love doesn't exist. Love doesn't exist. It doesn't. (laughs) Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, to moving on to their last couple that I I don't like at all, uh, Ariella and Binium. First of all, I hate her name. Every time I hear her name, I think of Ariola, and like it's just a, I don't know. I just like her a lot, but I don't want to like. I don't want to shame people on their appearance, but she looks like a who. Yeah. And it makes her look snobby. That's true. Like, her facial features make her look snobby, and she leans into it by, like, the yeah. facial expressions that she makes and the things that she says, and I can't stand the way that she talks. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. We finally get to meet Vinium in the, the most recent episode, and he's an interesting little cat. Uh, I do feel bad for him. I do like him. that they met in person. Well, they did meet in person. No, I said I do like that. Oh, that they, yeah, yeah, yeah. That they initially met in person. Yeah. Well, they're the only... Well, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, we meet Benium. He's currently living in a uh, one-bedroom apartment with his brother and his brother's wife, but I guess they're getting an apartment together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel bad for Benium. I don't know the circumstances, obviously, but he did seem genuinely sad that he doesn't have contact with his other son I don't think that was put on you look like you disagree went and did the same exact thing I agree it was a stupid move I mean and and this is another this is a classic example of a girl thinking that she's different yeah it's different with me well and he says that though he's like she gets me and she supports me and you know whoever the fuck didn't whatever so we'll see. I don't think they're going to last. I think she's going to move back to New Jersey. No. She, there's no way she's going to make it in Ethiopia for fuck's sake. She is a princess. She's a New Jersey I think princess. her dad's like a surgeon. He's a cardiologist. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're like very well off. I don't think she's going to fucking she, she, be okay with she this She looks like stuff. the type of person that is trying so hard to be that girl. Who's like, yeah. I am adventurous and I can do anything. And yeah. even though I come from an affluent family, She's like, a cool girl. I, I can go camping and I like to go travel the world. And I'm, you know, I'm She's a, definitely I'm a hippie. And I'm like, whatever, bitch, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. She acts like you literally cannot give birth without an epidural. I mean, I wouldn't give birth without an epidural. But she acts like it's not physically possible. Like, the women in Ethiopia do it all the fucking time. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about any of that. I wouldn't be giving birth in Ethiopia. I've been giving birth in America so that my baby was a U.S. citizen, and then I would go. I mean, because she well, can get it's going to be there. a U.S. citizen no matter what. Because she's a U.S. citizen. He'll have dual, dual citizenship. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, uh... Just like yeah. any baby that's born while their parents are well, living overseas. But there's got to be some kind of loss, because, like, um, Vanessa's uh, biological dad was really pushing to get me to have her in Tennessee, and but he was for his own selfish reasons, because he wanted me not to be able to leave with her. So... But then my family was saying, you need to have her in Nevada because wherever you have her is going to be the governing state over custody and everything. Right. So if but he wants that, to fight you for custody, that's not the he case has to come from in a Tennessee. foreign country situation. Right. Yeah. I can see that. It just, it just makes you a dual citizen. Just, well, and I just want to, like, give birth in an American hospital. Yeah, I want to give birth where I'm comfortable and where I understand everybody. And, you know, like... And she's, like, so pregnant. What if she, like... And I'm bougie. She gets there. And you what? And I'm bougie. But, I mean, shit, I had well, two yeah. C-sections. So, like, fuck. I mean, and they weren't my yeah. choice, so don't come at me about that. Like... Oh, fuck off. People can fuck right off with that. However you birth your baby is how you birth your baby. Whatever. I still gave but birth. But anyways, I would not choose to go to freaking Ethiopia to have my baby. Hell no. Would not be my Hell first choice. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. So that's the new season of 90 Day Fiance. Both the other way and uh, happily ever after. Um, I think we really, really, really need our dear listeners to come at us either in a DM on Instagram or a Facebook group message to let us know if you want us to keep recapping 90 Day Fiance. Because we want to well, do what we you want to do. We also need to talk about uh, Colty and everybody. Oh, fucking A, man. Colty has a girlfriend who is here on a Brazilian au pair shit. And... Who clearly said she wants to... She wants to get, get with married Colty. so she can stay. Yeah. And then Larissa finds out about it while she's getting her abs artificially toned, which I want to do now. I didn't know it was a thing. What am I doing yeah, with my life? Right? I don't know don't what know, that you're is. You're not getting your abs toned without any workout. Uh, I'm sitting that. here fat. Oh, God. I can make my stomach I... talk like uh, the dude from the Goonies. Well, I think you and I are the only ones that think that uh, Larissa had good work done. Because everyone's starting to talk about how she, like... I think she looks great! She looks like Michael Jackson. No, I think she looks awesome! Shit. I think she looks great! I do, too. I think she looks I like perfect. the new face. Uh, who was it that said that she looked like she was older? Was it Kim and Kyle from Cray Cray? I don't remember. I, they were like, oh, it makes like, her look old. And shit. I'm like, I think she looks hot as shit. I think she looks really good. She had some great work yeah. done. Yeah! it's probably all free. Yeah. It, oh, it is all free, she, but... I mean, she I don't think date she... with some actor. Oh my god, <laughs> that guy! I'm part, like I'm part Mexican and part sexy. Ugh. Gross. She's like, ha ha! I, I was like, arrested. So awful. <laughs> She's such an idiot, dude. I hate her. She did not care. Cole and Larissa care. are both garbage. They're both garbage. I will not pick one camp I like over Larissa the other. Better. I mean, if I had to pick, I'd pick Larissa because I think Colt's right. like a fucking psychopath. But oh, Larissa yeah, sure makes he her intentions pretty clear, honestly. So, like, is she garbage? Because she's yeah. not trying to fool anybody. Like, she's just like, yeah, I want to stay in America and I want to look hot. I mean, shrug. She, I, she paid her dues. She fucked. Um, she fucked Colt Colty at least a couple times. My God. 
Yeah. Yeah. Blah. Should we take a screenshot right now of our faces? faces I think we should. Oh, shit, hold on. Can you imagine having sex with Colt? No. Hold on. Ryan just went, (laughs) Make your face. No! There it is. What? Um, what do you think... Oh! What do you think Colt smells like? Cat piss and body odor. Cat piss and body odor, she said. Ryan, what do you think Colt smells like? Cat. I was going to say cat piss. Cat piss? That's it? Just cat piss? Uh, I think he smells like cat piss and ball sweat. And Debbie. And Debbie. (laughs) Ryan said cat piss and Debbie. So, uh, Virginia Slims. Mothballs? No, I think she smells like Virginia Slims. Oh, mothballs and Virginia Slims. No, Virginia Slims and... Coors Light. Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah. Um, She likes margaritas. Natty Light? It's more like... Pop up. Oh, like the plastic vodka. bottom shelf burnets, vodka. burnets, yeah. burnets. Yeah, 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 yep. What kind of porn do you think uh, Colty is into? Hentai. Multiple dudes. <laughs> I think he likes stepmom, stepson porn, and probably like cartoon I porn. I don't even think it's hentai. I think he likes like Family Guy porn. Ryan said he thinks he's into uh And probably lesbians. Big cocks. <laughs> I don't think he watches gay porn. I think he likes lesbians and like I think he's into like dominant. Oh, I think he likes anything dominant. I was just gonna say I think I was gonna say I think he's into kink.com. I really do uh, think he likes stepmom porn. Yeah. No, I think he likes mom porn, not stepmom porn. Well, I mean it's all the same. Mommy. Mom's son. Mommy it's porn. Not the same? Well, most of the stepmom stuff still calls a mommy, so I think it doesn't really matter. Yeah. We'll have to talk what about... Else? What else? We'll have to talk about our porn what preferences his, on, what on Patreon. What face look... What do you think... What do you think his cum face looks about? like? I think he cries. He does not cry. I think it's probably just like... Uh, like what do you cry. same face? What do you think? Okay, same face that you t- you make when you take a shit. Like, what? What do you think his? What do you think his moans sound like? <laughs> no, what do you think he sounds like when he comes? This is taking a very. Do you think bad he turn. announces that he's about to come? Probably. Like. Ooh. Oh my god. Do you think he goes... I'm sorry, that just led me back to my boyfriend in the Netherlands. <laughs> Do you think he goes, Debbie, no, when he comes? No, Does anybody <laughs> actually shout out a name when they come? Is that a thing? What'd you say, Miss? What'd you say? Oh, Ryan had it. <laughs> Ryan turned up his headphones because he's like, I can't listen to this. Dude, I don't want to <laughs> listen to it. I'm hosting it. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing a like a fishing game on PlayStation that's probably not nearly loud enough to drown us out. And he's on like speakerphone with the Verizon representative. They're doing all the tech support, all the walkthrough that you have to do. And I think he wasn't getting texts from me. And I think there's like something yeah. you have to adjust when you're texting between Apple and Android sometimes. And so 
then the representative said she's going to, like, test it out and see if he can see anything or hear anything. So he tells me to text him. And so I text him something like, hey, daddy. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then so they're still talking. She's on speakerphone. So, like, I, I hear that she's saying, okay, like, see if she'll send this. She See if she'll try again. And did you get that message? Blah, blah, blah. So to help him find out if his phone is working, I sent several text messages. First one being, hey, daddy. Second one probably being like, I can't wait to do you later tonight or something ridiculous or let's do it or um, just oh dirty. I sent him all these dirty text messages. I think I sent him like, like not a fully topless picture, but like a picture of my boobs, I think. Like, I, oh my God. I'm sending him all this dirty stuff. Okay, maybe I didn't send a picture. I don't know. I sent him all these dirty messages and I'm basically just trying to make him feel uncomfortable while these oh, messages so are funny. coming in and he's talking to this lady. Then he looks at me and he goes, Julie, she can see what you're texting me. And I was like, oh my God. The representative could see every message that I was sending oh, him. Oh my God. And it was God. so funny because she was like this wonderfully hilarious black woman who was like, you go get yours, girl. She was like, hey, you know, just keeping it fresh. I love it. And I was like, I oh, my it. God, I want to die. I was just trying to make him feel uncomfortable while he was reading all these That's dirty texts so on the phone. funny. Oh, but she was, like, totally like, girl, get yours. You know, keep it fresh. Keep it fun. <laughs> That's okay. There's, like, a 30-something-year-old guy at the Verizon store that keeps hitting on my mom and, like, texting her. That's so inappropriate. Yeah. It's so Your mom has, like, the greatest stories. We're going to have her on again. I know. She's great. Yeah. So that's basically everything, you guys. I thought that was going to be a quick one, but holy shit. It was, I, it's never a quick one. There's, like, 75 couples on these seasons, so. All right. So, yeah, we are going to be doing who knows what for the next episode. Oh, we're going to be recapping Working Moms, which is looks hilarious. I'm really excited to watch that. And then we're taking suggestions. So let us know what you want to see or hear. We really, really want to. And I can't wait to talk about Working Moms. And if you haven't watched Working Moms, it's on Netflix. And honestly, like, I watched the first three episodes and I was obsessed. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. Like, I relate so much to every single character on there. Like, I, I can't wait for everybody to watch it. I'm excited. So yeah, we'll do that. Check out at um us, check us out on Instagram at Wrestling Bitch Pod. Also our Facebook group, Wrestling Bitch Pod. It's a pretty fun place to be as well. And just keep an eye on the feed. Make sure you're subscribed and leave us a wonderful review on iTunes. Please. If you don't have a wonderful review, then just don't shut leave the fuck it. up. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye.